I really want to see you all be blessed with this word, enriched in your conversation, and everybody be increased in all knowledge. Say amen to that. Now let me show it to you in the word. Turn in your Bible quickly to 1 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's look at this in the word. God wants us to be enriched in him. Uh, he wants to bless our souls and our conversations and knowledge. Amen. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 3 says this. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. <laughs> Who all know we need grace? <laughs> and we also need peace in our lives. It's real important. Amen. Peace is important. You all know God could have left us anything. He got all power. Ain't that what he said? I got all power. <laughs> could have left anything he wanted to leave. But he said, my peace I leave with you. That means to me, that's real important. Amen. <laughs> you can have a lot of things, but I want that peace. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. So that's what this scripture says. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Oh, they in agreement all the time, aren't they? Amen. Look at verse 4. It says, I thank my God always on your behalf for the grace of God which is given you by Jesus Christ. So again, we get the grace of God by Jesus. And we also get peace by him. That's what the scripture before it said, right? So we get grace and peace with God through Jesus Christ. Amen. Verse 5 says this, that in everything. So how many things? Everything ye are enriched by him in all utterance and in all knowledge. Hear me, saints of God, we are enriched by Jesus in everything. Huh? There's no reason why we can't be in him or should not be in him or should avoid the Lord Jesus because we're enriched by him. Amen. <laughs> oh, hallelujah, Lord. It says in all our conversations and in all the information that goes in our heads. God enriches it. Knowledge enriched by Jesus. That's a great precious truth right there, saints of God. Amen. Let me show it to you in Colossians. Let's get a couple more witnesses. Look at, it. Look at this in Colossians chapter 3. Verse 16 says it's like this. It says, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. <laughs> See, Jesus, again, whom is the living word, lives in us, and he dwells in us richly. Amen. And what does he have inside of us? All wisdom, all power. He's teaching us. Amen. And he's admonishing. Admonishing means to correct us. When the Lord called me to the ministry, it's, it's bringing that word back to me. And, you know, I'm sitting there like, like uh, 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 the king, uh, who is that, Solomon. You know, Lord, well, what, what do you want me to, to do? You know, because Solomon, Solomon asked God, he said, hey, how, you got to give me wisdom to, to lead these great people. Amen. <laughs> and I felt the same way. And one of the things he said to me, he said, you're going to admonish them. I didn't know what that meant. I said, admonish them. I looked it up. 
But admonish means to correct, to lovingly correct you. Amen. To do it in love. Amen. <laughs> and that's what Jesus does. That's what the scripture is saying. Teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Amen. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. I just got this one this morning. Let's look at it in First Chronicles chapter 16. Lord, just drop this on me as soon as I open my book. <laughs> Praise God. First Chronicles 16 and verse 8 says this. Give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds among the people. See, we thank our God always. We always calling on him. Say amen to that. Huh? I know I call on him every single day. <laughs> I want him to know you're not optional in my life, Lord. You are a necessity. I need you. We all need you. <laughs> Don't you think you're not? We, let, we calling you in right now. Amen. We need you, Lord. <laughs> we don't want him to get that one twisted. We need you, Lord Jesus. It says to call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. That's why we're so thankful, Lord. Thanks to God, we're thankful. Our, our dialect is always thank you, Jesus. See, we have learned to enter God's gates with thanksgiving. We've learned how to do that in his courtyards with praise. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just wanted to give you all some thanksgiving scriptures because there's so many. God wants us to be thankful. Amen. You know what I was, when I was putting this program together, it says there's always something to be thankful for. Please know that. Huh? When, you, when you don't feel like it, please believe it's always something to be thankful for. Just think about it. Look around. Remember what God did for you. Always something he did. Huh? No matter what's going on around your life, it's something he, you should be being thankful for. Amen. Because the truth of the matter is, see, there's no sleep or slumber with God. We do. We sleep. We slumber sometimes. We're tired. God is not like that. Amen. He's always doing something on your behalf. Always. Amen. So it's something to be thankful for. That's why our dialect is always, thank you, Jesus. Oh, I remember when God gave me that revelation. I was, I was going through my little routine. I was praying in my in my prayer closet, right? And all of a sudden, I went into this, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> I go into that, uh, like, a, a, a thank you, Jesus, uh, just a, just a, a, a fit, I want to say. Amen. And, and when I came out, the Lord said, you know why you do that, Rudy? I said, yeah, Lord, I know, because I'm thankful. He said, you do it because I'm always doing something in your life. <laughs> and I thought about it. Then he said, while you were asleep, I was doing something. And he began to show me what he was doing in the vision while I was asleep. <laughs> Thanks to God. Please know, thank you, Jesus, is our dialect. You might not even know what. You could just be walking down the street. Thank you, Jesus. You don't even know why you said it. But listen to me. It was a reason. He has done something. You just, you just don't know what it was. Huh? So when you say thank, that's why it's our dialect. When you say it, believe me, it, it didn't go amiss. He really did do something. You just didn't see it. 
Amen. Oh, our God is, is to be praised. He's to be thanked always. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Let's read Psalms 95, verse 2 and 3 real quick. It says, let us come before his presence. How, saints? With thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. It's all about entering into his presence with thanksgiving and praise, saints. You know why? Let me show it to you in verse 3. Look at verse 3. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. Amen. That's why. Oh, Lord, thank you, Jesus. We can't thank you enough, Lord. If we had a thousand tongues, we couldn't thank you enough, Lord. But we constantly saying thank you, Jesus. Amen. We didn't just wait till Thanksgiving Day. We say it every day. God is awesome, saints. He cares for us. He loves us. And he proved that when he gave his only begotten son. Huh? He just didn't say, I love you. He proved he loved us. Amen. Beyond a shadow of a doubt. Oh, when he made that great sacrifice, that messed everybody up. The devil had to, I know the devil was like, how in the world? Now he did, how in the world? He just gave his own life. Because you know the devil was selfish. He could never understand anything like that. He gave his life. <laughs> Praise the Lord. But our God is awesome. He's not mad at us, saints. He's madly in love with us. Please know that. Amen. And because our God is a great God, we're able to choose. Amen. See, a lot of people don't understand a lot of things about what's going on in this life. They say, well, how, would, how could a loving, caring God, the one I'm bragging on right now and all the time, let these things happen? How in the world could God, if God loved us so much, why did my mama die? Why did this? That's what how people think. Amen. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is, he gave us a choice. See, if he didn't love us, he would just puppet us. We would have to do. Amen. But he loves us. He said, I'm going to give you a choice. I'm going to give you free will. Then he encourages us, choose me. Choose life. <laughs> Amen. Oh, he loves us, saints of God. And we have choices. Amen. Because of his great love. <laughs> He wants us to choose life, and he wants us to choose life more abundantly. Amen. Not just any old kind of life. Let's get that off for we get one of them spammers. Thank you, Jesus. But God loves us, saints of God, and we're thankful of that, aren't we? Thank you, Jesus. Everybody just say thank you, Jesus. He wanted me to tell you today. That even though we feasted on some delicious food on Thanksgiving Day, man does not live by bread alone. He said, Rudy, I want you to make sure you get this in their spirit. <laughs> Our Thanksgiving is not over, saints. Amen. That delicious food we ate, it's going to sustain us for some days. But I want to show you what will sustain you in your life forever. Amen. That's what I'm here to show you today. Thank you, Jesus. I'm talking about real life, long life, <laughs> eternal life. That's what I'm talking about. 
I'm going to give you a couple of witnesses on that one. Huh? We just don't live by bread alone. Amen? Let's look at this in Matthew. Turn to Matthew chapter 4. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. It's always the same thing. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> We're just grateful. We're thankful people. Amen? <laughs> you know what? When you, when you, when you look at... Uh, uh, children that may not have the proper training and or anybody don't even have to be a child and when you see them being ungrateful doesn't it kind of vex your spirit how huh, when somebody does something for you you just can't even say thank you huh <laughs> be like what is that all about amen <laughs> I know God has to feel the same way he's blessing us all the time and we just want to be quiet we just can't even say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> hallelujah, Lord Jesus. We don't live on bread alone. You all at Matthew chapter 4? Look at verse 1. It says, then was Jesus led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. <laughs> now, I want to make you aware of when this happened. Because it said, then, Right? Then he was led up. This happened as soon, very soon after the spirit descended on Jesus at his baptism. You all remember that? John was getting ready to baptize him. And John, he really didn't want John to say, you should be baptizing me. She said, no, this, gotta, this has to be. Amen. Well, as soon after that, he was led up of the spirit into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Here, you all want some revelation? <laughs> Let me get this one to you. The minute you give your life to Jesus, I mean, really, you're serious? Lord, I'm going to give you my life. I'm going to give you all of my heart. I'm, a, I'm, I'm just not going to give you a little bit of it or half of it or a piece of it. I'm going to give it all to you right now. Soon as that happened, here comes the devil. Amen. Here he comes. Same with Jesus. Amen. <laughs> the minute you really give your life up to the Lord, the devil is coming. And it seems like temptation comes from every direction. Amen. The Bible said Jesus was tempted in every way that we are. Didn't it say that? That's another one of the main reasons we need him. He has been tempted in every way, but he overcame them all. Amen. So we need him in us. Amen. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Look at verse 3. and I mean, verse 2. And when he had fasted 40 days and 40 nights, he was afterward and hungered. Amen. So temptation comes at you, saints of God, when you're at your weakest point. <laughs> Amen. He realized, Satan realized he, had, he didn't eat huh, for 40 days. So he tempted Jesus at his point of need. <laughs> I want you all to really catch this one. He was hungry. Satan always want to tempt you with something <laughs> that he feels you need. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. But he can't tempt you with something that you don't want. Amen. It's no temptation if you don't want it. Amen. He's going to meet you at the point where he thinks your great need is. Outside of the will of the Lord. Let's add that. 
Huh? He said, he, he really need this, but this is not the will of, the, of God for his life, but I know he needs it. He wants it. Amen. <laughs> Think about it, saying to God, especially the men of God. <laughs> uh, he want to lure you in with something that you want, especially if it's not God's will for your life. <clears throat> but, you know, again, there is no temptation when it's something that you don't desire. Amen. For example, uh, I'm not a drinker. Amen. So for him to try to tempt me with alcohol is no temptation. I don't I don't desire it. I don't drink it. But someone who may have a struggle with alcohol, he wants to tempt them. It might be a temptation to them. Amen. And he knows it. <laughs> he wants to tempt you at your needs, saints of God. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. But here's what Satan must have not been aware of. This truth right here. <laughs> you are much stronger, saints of God, when you're fasting. See, Jesus has just fasted 40 days. Why? Why are you much stronger when you're fasting? <laughs> huh? Because God is miraculously feeding your inner man. See, you don't live by bread alone. You got to catch this revelation. This is what I'm trying to get you to see. I remember my mother. She's the first one who had me to fast, not to eat. Now, she was into holistic health. And I would break out with hives when I, when I eat Chinese food at times. And she would say, you need to fast. I said, I need to fast? She said, yep, you got to clean that out of your system. I said, don't, don't eat. She said, yep, you can't eat nothing. I said, nothing? I said, if I don't eat nothing, I'm going to die. She said, you're not going to die. You're going to be so much stronger. You just don't realize it. Now, that's a worldly knowledge. But in the spirit, the reason why you get so strong when you don't eat is because God is dealing with your inner man. He's feeding them. Amen. Oh, please hear me, saints of God. But here's the trick of the devil. I'm going to break this one out. I'm going to break this one down. I'm going to spend a little time because I've been on so many fasts. Amen. When you, when you fast, thanks to God, one thing is that uh, <clears throat> uh, uh, you're, you, you get weak the first day or two. See, this is how the devil tricks you. Huh? You, you, oh, I got to give me something to eat. I can barely move. I'm weak. I'm weak. Amen. But then after that third day, you get extremely strong. You have so much strength and you're wondering, how do I have all this strength? I have nothing to eat. Amen. You be so strong. But you got to get past that little weak period. Amen. That little tiny headache that you got from not eating because your body is, it's a lot of things going on. Your body is purifying itself. So it's getting rid of all the toxins out of it. God created you to do that. But I'm, here's what I really want to share with you all one time because I was deep off in a fast, maybe 10, 11, 12 days. And uh, I remember picking up my Bible, reading it, right? And when I got done reading it, I promise you all, I felt like I had just ate a steak. I was so full. I was like, you know, when you get so full, you just got to go and lay down. I had to go and lay down. Amen. Hadn't ate nothing, just read the word. 
God is feeding your inner man. But see, Satan is ignorant. He's a liar. He's a perverter. He, he's the father of lies. So he, he so Jesus is at his strongest moment, but he doesn't because he's because he doesn't understand spiritual things. Amen. He he hasn't submitted. Huh? He's he's opposite God, antichrist. So he think I got him when he's weak. No, you didn't. You got him at his strongest moment. Forty days he fasted. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Look at verse three, saints. And when the tempter came to him, he said, if thou be the son of God, command that these stones be made bread. <laughs> the devil approached Jesus with a question that produces doubt. He did a sim similar thing with uh, Eve, right? He always want to make you doubt. Amen. <laughs> but let me say this to you, saints of God. Please, please, please hear me on this one. If God said it. Don't doubt it. Amen. Don't ever doubt it. I don't care who come behind him talking about, well, you know what? Maybe, maybe you won't get the house because, see, this is happening. There. If God told you you're going to get it, you're going to get it. Amen. Amen. I said all that to say this. Here comes Satan. I told you all what, what that then meant when uh, Jesus was baptized, right? John baptized him. Well, what happened when he got baptized? The sky opened up and, and God said, that's my beloved son whom I am well pleased. God had told him he was his son. Here comes Satan talking about, well, if you be the son. <laughs> what is that? God had already told him who he was and, and the world. He told us who he was. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Please don't let nobody... Put any kind of doubt in your head if God spoke to you something. If you know that you know that you know, go with that. Amen. Don't let nobody come behind God telling you some opposite stuff. And you like, well, maybe, maybe it won't. Well, no. Uh-uh. You stand on what God said. Amen. Say amen to that, saints. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord, if thou be, like, prove it to me who you are. You don't have to prove nothing to the devil. God said, this is my beloved son whom I'm well pleased. That's all that matters. Hallelujah, Lord. So, so what did Jesus do? Because huh? he, he came and said, if you be, let's look at verse 4. What did Jesus do? But he answered and said, what did he say, saints? It's written. My father said it. <laughs> it's written. Amen. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of God. That's what the Lord sent me here to tell y'all today. Yeah, we ain't good on Thanksgiving. Great, beautiful. But we just don't live by that. We don't live by bread alone. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. That's why we're so thankful, because it's written. God gave us his promises, listen to this, saints, in writing. Amen. The world is smart enough to know, hey, if you want something really stick, what they tell you, get it, get it in writing. Amen. So, so Jesus didn't have to play with him. He said, look, it's written. Look, man, I ain't got to turn nothing into bread to prove nothing to you because it's written. I don't live on that anyway. I live on this. 
God spoke the words to me. That's it. That's it. That's all. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. God spoke many words to many of us. I want to say this. Amen. Please don't go in another direction. If God spoke some words to you, go with it. Amen. Don't, 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 look, don't try to get talked out of it by any other uh, circumstance, condition, or whatever. If you know God spoke something to you, stand on it. <laughs> Amen. Oh, I got to emphasize that. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah, Lord. <laughs> you want to get it in writing, saints. And the Lord left us his word in writing. The Bible is our, our last will and testament. Say amen to that. <laughs> and when do wills go in effect anyway? Is it in effect? Is the Bible in effect? When does a will, okay, so you write out a will for your family. You know, you put in, I want you to have this, you to have this, you to have this. I want you all to split this up. I want this to happen, that to happen. When does that will go in effect? When you die. Amen. That's why Christ had to he put it in force. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Jesus, our Lord, let's say no what is written, saints. And that's what we do, too. Huh? Man, don't live by bread alone. <laughs> but you know what's, what's really unfortunate, saints? <laughs> the majority of the world today is starving. Amen. Because they're just trying to live on bread alone. Amen. They're starving. <laughs> Jesus said it and he cannot lie. It's written, a man shall not live by bread alone. Man lives on every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Lord, of God. Amen. <laughs> but when Jesus said that to him, where was it written? <laughs> That's the question. Jesus said it was written. Jesus is the word of God. So when Jesus said it, he was writing it right then again. But he had, Jesus can't lie. It had to be written somewhere else for him to say it's written. <laughs> All right, I'm going to show you where it was written at. Amen. <laughs> Let me show you what Jesus is talking about. Where is this written? He told the devil it is written. Turn in your Bible to Deuteronomy chapter 8. I'm going to show you exactly where it was written. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm doing this. You know why I'm doing this? So when you, when the devil start lying to you <laughs> or the world or anybody else, I want you to go to the scripture and say, it is written, devil. This is what the Lord said. That's what I'm standing on. Amen. Let me show you what Jesus, where it was written. You all in, uh, what did I tell you to go? Deuteronomy? All right, look at verse 1. It says, all the commandments, how many of them? All of the commandments which I command thee this day shall be observed to do, that ye may live and multiply and go in and possess the land which the Lord swear unto your fathers. <laughs> See, the day saints, we're getting, we granted so much grace and mercy through Jesus. But back then, what did he say? What did God say he wanted them to do? All of them. 
Amen. <laughs> All of them. Amen. And see, we had it was this thing, you know, well, I could do some and I'm okay and blah, blah, blah. And, but it's a, it's a scripture that says if you, if, you, if you mess up one, you done blew them all. So it's no, it was no escape for that back then. Amen. But today we have grace and mercy through Jesus. Lord have mercy. Thank you again. See, I believe we'll scream out, thank you, Jesus. <laughs> we're thankful for that. <laughs> he knows what we're going through. Remember, he was tempted at all points. He knows what's happening. He literally knows how it feels to go through what we go through, saints. Literally. Because he went through it too. Uh, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Just notice what God asked them to observe in this Old Testament. All of the commandments, saints. But then look what he promised them. That you can, you're going to live. You're going to multiply. You're going to go in and possess that land that I told you was already yours. Amen. That I swore to your fathers. That's what the end result is going to be. Look at verse 2. And thou shalt remember all the way which the Lord thy God led thee these 40 years in the wilderness to humble thee and to prove thee to know what was in thy heart, whether thou wouldest keep his commandments or no. <laughs> See, God will take you some ways you do not want to go. Amen. Let me say amen. Amen. Because he sure took me some way. If I could do it all over again, I still go that way because I ended up right here. I mean, I'm in him right now. I don't know where I would have been had I not, he not took me through that, what he took me to. But he had to take me so he could humble me. I thought I had all the answers. It's said he'll take you through some ways so he can humble you and then he has to prove you. See, he got to prove it. Some of us are from Missouri. You got to show me. See, he's going to prove you. Amen. He's going to prove where, what's your, where's your heart really at. Amen. Whether you would keep his commandments or no. Amen. Let's get to the punchline. Y'all ready for the punchline? And he humbled thee and suffered thee to hunger and fed thee with manner which thou knewest not. Neither did thy fathers know that he might make thee know that man doeth not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceedeth out of the mouth of the Lord doeth man live. That's what he quoted him. That's what he quoted him right there. The devil was troubling like he do. Amen. But God, Jesus, quoted him. Man doeth not live by bread alone. This is way in the Old Testament. Amen. Right in Deuteronomy. Huh? But Jesus knew he is the word, but he quoted it to him. He told him what was written. Now go look that up, devil. It's written. <laughs> it's law. Amen. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord. He let him know how man really lives. Man lives by what God says, saints. Please hear me. Every single word of it. Amen. <laughs> all of it. All the commandments. All the commandments which I command. All of it. All of it. If God said it, it's good. 
It's good. Huh? You can stand on it. <laughs> oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm not going any further, thanks to God. I just wanted to get that point in your spirit. Hallelujah to you, Lord Jesus. Father, thank you for your word. Thank you for not allowing us to be ignorant, leaving us here unknowledgeable. We know you left us this word, Father, to correct us, to reprove us, to teach us. Amen. How to deal with the adversary. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. We're just giving you the glory and the praise and the honor this day, Lord. And thanking you for another Thanksgiving that we just passed and every promise in this word that you, that you give us, Father. At the end of the day, the back of our program says, be ye thankful. Amen. <laughs> and we got a lot in this word to be thankful about. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, Lord Jesus. Oh, blessed be your holy name, Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Thank you, Jesus.